When you're a real estate investor, you basically have two options. Manage it yourself and do everything yourself using your own tools and software or hire a full service property manager. And with Hemlane, we really believe in giving you the flexibility as a real estate investor to choose what you want to do. And we have local connections as well as maintenance coordinators to help with the rest. This is the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan, where we interview local real estate investors and professionals to go over tips, tricks, and investing strategies to help you learn about the business and to enable you to achieve your financial goals. And now, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Today we have Dana Dunford. Dana is a CEO and co-founder of Hemlane, an all-in-one property management platform based in the Bay Area. Hemlane is a great solution if you own rental properties and don't want to pay for full-service property management companies. In this episode, Dana will tell us how Hemlane works as well as how to start a prop tech company in the Bay Area. If you're new to this podcast, subscribe to the show and leave a review. We release episodes every Wednesday and Sunday and release the show notes on our site, everythingrei.com slash podcast. By the way, if you need help financing your next real estate project, check out Conventus Lending. Conventus is the best hard money lender with amazing rates and incredible service. I've used them for years and they've always been incredibly easy to work with. If you need a hard money loan, contact me at sean at everythingrei.com to get $1,000 off of your processing fee. And if you want to know the secrets of how investors in the Bay Area are making huge profits in one of the most expensive markets in the world, download the free Ultimate Bay Area Investing Handbook on our website, everythingrei.com. Enjoy. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know who you are and tell us what you do. Thanks, Sean. I'm Dana Dunford. I am the CEO and co-founder of Hemlane Property Management which is a property management platform for real estate investors to manage their uh, long-term rental properties. Super exciting. So tell us, what differs your company from all the other property management companies that are out there? Yeah, Hemlane is something in between do-it-yourself and full-service management. And to date, I have not seen another company that does that. When you're a real estate investor, you basically have two options manage it yourself and do everything yourself using your own tools and software or hire a full service property manager. And with Hemlane, we really believe in giving you the flexibility as a real estate investor to choose what you want to do. Um, You might want to control the finances and have rent go directly to you, but you hate when a tenant calls at 6 p.m. and says, I need a plumber out here. And so we allow for that flexibility for you to choose what you want to do And we have local connections as well as maintenance coordinators to help with the rest. Perfect. And what made you want to start a property management company? Yeah, it's not the first thing, honestly, that people think to start. It is the unsexy part, I like to say, of real estate investing. And from that perspective, it's not something that I ever thought I would initially start. And what really came down to was need. It's very easy to purchase a rental property if you're looking at macro and micro trends and you're looking at your spreadsheets. You basically know when to purchase a property. My family had real estate investments in Denver and needed a solution to help manage it. And none of us lived in Denver. So that was, you know, kind of the impetus of starting to say what else is out there besides what's in the industry. And then really it was my co-founder. My co-founder has rental properties across the United States felt the same need of there needs to be something else in the industry. And so it really came from a pain point. 
And then suddenly we just started making it cool. We made it fun to do property management, gamifying it a little bit, making you excited to you know receive your rent and not have to be following up with tenants because we do that for you. And so we do try to make the property management and the operations side a little bit more of a surprise and delight for our customers. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Like, how are you gamifying property management? Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to how you build the software and the tools in the sense of, you know, this is how many leads you have. Here's how many converted into a showing. How are you performing compared to others in your area, right? So if you have your property for rent, how many days was it on market versus others? How quickly can you respond? How quickly are follow-ups? All of this type of thing to make it a little bit more fun to say, hey, I'm trying to get a tenant in here. And with the same thing, there's on the gamifying side, it's one of those things where it helps you, right? Because you get a tenant in faster, you have less vacancy. But on the tenant side, they have a great experience too, because you're really on top of things. And they feel like they're using a great software and solution as well for where they live, because after all, it is their home. So just to clarify, do you guys actually have property managers who do go on site and I guess, show tours of the property to potential tenants? Or how's the whole thing work? Yes, we do. So we have property managers who use our software as well as connect with owners on our platform. They're either property managers or local leasing agents. We don't distinguish between the two of them. All we care about is that they have the expertise and are very good in their area as a top performer to be able to do that. And then they work with the owners to help do the showings, follow up with tenants. You can basically have them as involved as you want and you can select that level of involvement because it varies for every single real estate investor. And do you guys have like one property manager for each property or is it kind of like you guys are all under one like company, Hemlane, and there's different property managers who manage this property depending on, I guess, like who's assigned to it per day? Yeah, no, it's not like Uber. A lot of people are like, oh, so it's like Uber. I like press a button and a, a new showing agent comes up. You have to remember real estate is a little bit different, right, than other industries and level of quality and service can fluctuate. And so we really match you with one person. And that person is who knows your property, because a tenant might have a question about, you know, where's the furnace located or, you know, what's your policy on pets? And if you have a different person showing up every time, it's a much better user experience for when they're locally there with someone, that person knows your property rather than just having Joe Smo there who doesn't know anything and is literally just opening a door. Yeah. I mean, sometimes even for open houses, some of like the top real estate agents will just use like a brand new intern to show an open house listing, which is like, which sucks, right? Because they don't know anything about the property. Yeah. And so it's good to hear that you guys have dedicated property managers for each property. So can you tell us like the history of Hemlane? Like how long do you guys start? And how has it been throughout the years? Yeah, so it started with your quintessential startup story in Silicon Valley, except instead of a garage, we were in San Francisco, where I think now a lot of the startups are up here a little bit north of Silicon Valley. And uh, so it had to be an apartment, right, instead of a or a condo instead of a, a garage. But essentially, there's two different ways to build SaaS platforms, like a platform that has the software. You can either just build it where you build one thing, such as advertising rental properties to the most websites, right? Or you can try to build the whole thing where it's 
advertising to tenant selection to moving in tenants to rent collection to maintenance. And the first one that I told you about is actually the easier way to build a product. You can build it in three months, four months, and then start selling it and then add other features on as you go along. Uh, Frank and I decided to do something different. Frank and I ended up um, saying we're going to build the whole thing at once. We have the luxury to do that because our target customer who has this pain point is someone who just having marketing doesn't solve their problem. They need the entire property management solution. They don't just need something to advertise their property. They physically need tenants in there and they need to make sure they're good ones that will stay. And so from that perspective, we took a backseat and actually just bootstrapped and built it. We started in 2015. We explored multiple uh, models. One of them was actually bringing a broker's license in-house. In other words, us becoming a property manager. Then we realized that's not actually a great um, way to build a tech company like ours. And really the value was giving our customers choice where they could use our platform and select which local manager they wanted to work with. Fast forward to today, we're in all 50 states and we have uh, broker partners in 13 states that are concentrated with multiple partners. And then I would say another, you know, 25 to 30 any given time agents who can help in other cities. So we started in an apartment up here. Now we're in an office and have a team um, and our team spread throughout three different areas. We are in San Francisco, Las Vegas and Calgary. That sounds like a very amazing story. It's like the dream, right? It's interesting because I thought you guys were only located here in the Bay Area, but it seems like you guys are all across the United States now. We're nationwide. So yeah, we have properties in all 50 states. The software, you can pick it up and use it anywhere. The maintenance coordination, we can do it for all 50 states and in any geography. People who want our upgraded package where they say, hey, can you connect us with a local property manager? That is only where there are some restrictions. And the restrictions sometimes are, hey, we don't have someone in that area. You could pick up a local agent and property manager and put them onto Hemlane, which helps actually build our community. But we physically have not experienced or worked with someone there who we have properly vetted. And so there are a couple of restrictions there, but we are in all 50 states. And then on the maintenance coordination side, we can coordinate maintenance anywhere However, if you want a list of service professionals who we've used in the past and trust and know, if it's a town under 100,000 people, most likely we don't have the connections you need there and you would bring your own service professionals in or we would be working with someone who we haven't worked with in the past. Gotcha. So are you guys considered a property management company or more of on the like software as a service type business? Yeah, just as software as a service with a marketplace. So we like to call that market networks where it is software, where technology does everything that technology can do better than humans is the software component. And then it's the marketplace of here are agents as well as our humans, like our maintenance coordinators the people to actually do the work. And it's a combination of the two, but we're not a property manager. We work with property managers and they can help provide this because a lot of property managers who use our software only package, they say, wait, over 70% of real estate investors self-manage, right? I'm trying to chase the same 30% of people who want a full service property manager as all of the other property management companies. If I partner with Hemlane, I don't offer full service 
it's a lower price, but I get access to the other 70% of people who don't want a full service manager. That's a much better way to differentiate yourself in the market and grow your business rather than competing for just the 30% who do want a full service manager. Yeah. And also now you can spread because you're not focused on just like a specific location, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so there's some sort of misconception out there, I would say, where sometimes a property manager says, are you competing against us? And we say not at all. If someone wants a full service property manager and they don't want to see their property, we'll just refer them to you for that. We are really about making sure that for the people who want to be a little bit more hands on and want to have some more control over their property, that they have that opportunity. Got it. So you guys are more of a platform, right, to connect these people with, I guess, the vendors who can help them provide these services for them. 100% correct. So creating a platform is a whole, it's a whole different beast. It's like a chicken egg problem, right? How do you get vendors on your platform? And how do you get these potential landlords also on your platform? How do you attract these guys onto your site? That's a genius part about Hemlane. The platform builds itself. You always have with marketplaces like a chicken and an egg problem, right? But what we did was we just built the best software out there for property managers and owners. So the property managers are already using our software. The owners are using it. And then, oh, look, they need some connection or some local license support. We have the property managers to help with that. And those partners also share their service professional lists with us. We ask for them. We don't just take their lists from the system. If they're partnering and helping our owners, we'll ask who are the best service professionals that we can send out to our owners as well. So we actually build that already because both sides of the marketplace find our platform really valuable. And that is one of the great things about Hemlane, because like you said, it's really difficult to build something and you wait for people to come. In our case, it just builds itself over time. So you're saying property managers are independently finding Hemlane and using it because of your software and your tools? Yeah, they use it for the software only portion. And then what's fantastic is if they go out of town or it's like it's Christmas coming up, they say, hey, I just want a day off with my family and I do not want to have to worry about maintenance requests with my tenants. They can just turn on our maintenance coordination. We can help them do that and be on call for them so they can enjoy time with their family and they can still offer their full service and they can also still offer something in the middle for all of the other folks, the 70% out there who don't want full service and who quite frankly, aren't using full service today. You know, over 70% of the market does not work with a full service uh, manager. So we provide that opportunity for them. So are you guys competing with companies like Appfolio and Rent Manager, or are they separate categories? No, I mean, in order to use something like Appfolio, although I could go through the entire laundry list of property management softwares, um, most of them are just software only. And a company like Appfolio will say, you need at least 50 units to join Appfolio. We have a minimum of $250 onboarding fee or I think it's a $400 onboarding fee and a minimum of $250 a month. If you are someone who has, you know, 10 rental properties, that's really expensive. There's a reason it's expensive. Their tool is so robust. It has some of the best accounting. It has a ton of features out there, but a lot of people are, whoa, this is a lot for me. And like the fact that I need to pay you for onboarding means it's a huge commitment. With Hemling, we say, actually, we're going to make something that is self-onboarding, 
you can do it all yourself in a night and get started right away. And so it's a different product than at Folio. So we don't even see ourselves competing against them. And there's a lot of property managers who use at Folio for really good reasons. Okay. Who would you say are your competitors? It's interesting. So no one's offered quite what we're offering, but it's bound to go that direction. You see some really cool other technologies out there of companies that don't offer what we do, but could. And so when you think about those, there's Zillow. Zillow controls basically the market from the listing perspective. And they've launched Zillow Rental Manager, which is just online SaaS solution for owners, for do-it-yourself owners. Would they ever go into our space and partner with agents to do rental showings and stuff? Maybe. I'm not quite sure. So they would probably be our closest competitor. And then um, there are some other softwares out there um, that may consider adding maintenance coordination and licensed service professionals, but we haven't seen it today. Got it. What is your guys' business model? As we have a flat rate subscription fee based on what package you want. So if you don't want maintenance coordination, you don't have to pay for it. But we have a flat rate subscription. Um, If you do work with any of our agents or local property managers, we don't take a cut. We connect you on the platform and you two work together. And that's really important to us that we're bringing the best on. We're not connecting people just because they'll pay us for it. We really, really pride ourselves on having the best. But there's two different subscription packages, one for software only, very competitive for the software market, and then one that has maintenance coordination and other services tacked on there. And with both of them, it's flat rate per unit. So we do not do a percentage of monthly rent. I just don't think that's a great way to build a company. So can you describe, I guess, your your avatar, like your ideal customer who uses Hemlane? Yeah, we have a couple of them. I think you're like customer archetypes, right? So the first is, you know, tech savvy Tom. Tom is probably lives in Silicon Valley, even has rentals here and just wants the coolest technology, right? He uses Hemling. Then we have multifamily Mary. Mary has, you know, 45 rental units. She has multifamily housing. She needs to keep track of them and she needs the software to run all of that. And then the third one is out-of-state Oscar. Out-of-state Oscar is someone who has a property out-of-state. He wants transparency. He wants control over it, but he's not close to his property. Um, so those are the three types of people we see where Hemline is a really, really good fit for them. So I'm kind of like out-of-state Oscar, right? I have properties all the way in Jacksonville, Florida. And to be honest, I have a property manager there. And without him, I think the whole operation would go very, very poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead of hiring a property manager, what would out-of-state Oscar do in this exact scenario with Hemline? So he would, it depends on the property. Some properties need more local support than others. So the first thing is he'd get set up on Hemlane, get everything in there so everything's tracked and there's a checklist to make sure everything's happened. So that's the first part of it. The second part is connecting him with a local manager or agent. And that local manager or agent would be the one who would be doing the showings, doing the turnover, checking to make sure things work when someone local is needed for it. But depending on the level of involvement of that agent or manager, you don't need them for everything. In our case, you know, rent collection would be online. It would go direct from the tenant directly to you, Sean. As far as maintenance requests, the tenants would call our 24-7 number so that your property manager doesn't have to be on call 24-7. We do that. 
So you're only paying that property manager when you need them. And then one of the use cases where we don't work very well for out of state is if your tenants do not have technology. If they don't have email addresses, they pay via cash, any of that we are actually not a great solution for. And part of the reason for that is we also just don't believe in doing cash payments and things like that, that we can't easily track. We want everyone to have that communication um, online, whether it's through text message or through email. Okay, that makes a lot of sense because you're right, like for the most part, your property manager doesn't do too much. The most involved parts are leasing up and uh, doing like the, what's it called? Like annual inspection. Yeah, like manual inspections or when you turn over the property, you have to make ready, right? Yeah. And hiring for maintenance requests. But if you can all outsource that with your company, then you don't need somebody who's on staff the whole time and continuously paying like 10 or 8% every single month. Exactly. So, and, but the property managers love it because um, the property managers who partner with us get, you know, customers coming through and the technology does so much of the work for them, follows up with the tenants, pre-qualifies them, does so much that they love it. They say, great, this is the best technology out there combined with me being able to get, get connected to other owners. So it's great from that perspective. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so can you tell us a story of how I went from like concept to reality? Were you coding it? Did your partner code it? How did that whole thing come to play? So Frank coded it. Frank started to code it. And now he has a team. At the beginning, it was just him. And, and quite frankly, without Frank, Hemline would not exist. Like he literally is one of the best software engineers. When he codes something and it's pushed, there aren't any bugs. It's not like I ever have to push anything back. Um, but really, actually, the interesting startup concept with it is that Hemlane, when we started it, like right now, in hindsight, what we built is like, oh, yeah, duh, of course, you should do that. You should connect people this way. But when we started it, it actually wasn't like that. For those of you who have started a company, you can probably relate. It's scary. It's terrifying. You're sitting there working investment banking hours. Like there were nights where we didn't sleep. You're working around the clock. You're trying to do everything. And you're getting customer feedback, you know, all the time and then having to iterate. And in some cases, tell customers, we don't offer that anymore. We can't do it better than you can do it or a property manager. So we're pushing it off to someone else. And so those first stages in those first early years are really, really difficult. It's not something that is really easy. But then as time goes on and you figure it out, you've put together all those puzzle pieces. And suddenly you realize, oh, wait. Now I actually know what Hemline stands for and what we mean. But at the beginning, it just starts with a pain point and you don't have the solution and you're trying to find the solution as quickly as possible. And I think that's the terrifying stage to be in. Of course, we're out of that now. Um, we know exactly what our product is. We know exactly who our customer is. But it, it didn't start that way for the first couple of years. We were, you know, trying to figure it out like a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Oh, how did you guys meet you and your partner? Through another friend who has rental properties as well. So we had met over a dinner. They had both gone to Stanford together. I think that's how they met. Anyways, had gone to dinner and that guy was a mutual friend through my twin sister. So we all met and that's how we started. And so you just started randomly talking about, hey, I have this pain point with property management. Let's start a company together and let's create something amazing. Yeah, well, it's actually interesting. They say that most companies fail because, and the stats show it, the statistics show that most companies at the seed stage in the early stage fail because of co-founder drama. 
And so actually, it's one of those things that's kind of like you don't meet Sean someone and say, let's get married tomorrow. We actually was right timing, right place. Frank was working on another company and another idea on his own. I was in business school across the country. And so we weren't even in the same area, but we both had an idea and a vision and a mission. So we ended up starting to work together. And how we did it was I said, hey, I have a school project I need to do on this. Let's get started and kind of build this company just by working on a school project and seeing how that goes. And then we did. And we said, and we actually had the other guy who has the rental properties included in that in that project. And then we said, okay, that's not going to work. And we scratched that idea. We said, that's a horrible idea. But then we started working together. So after I graduated, I had done all these school projects in this space with Frank and we kind of figured out where we were going. So by the time I graduated, I said, hey, do you want to work together on this company? We didn't even have a company name yet. And what was interesting was one day I just saw that he had been, he used to work on his old website and suddenly that was just shut down and he was working on this 24 seven with me. Um, so it didn't happen overnight, just like any relationship, you build that trust over time. And I think that was really important because there was never, ever any doubt that Frank was the person to build this company with. So how long did it take from when you guys said, let's start this company, Hemlane, property management software type platform into some kind of an MVP, you know, minimum viable product where you actually have something to show to other people? Oh, well, that's actually a great story. We wanted to know a little bit more about how other real estate investors thought about this as well. One Saturday, we just went to an open house, to an open house here in San Francisco. We went to like 10 of them just to kind of see how things worked for other people, make sure that we were on the right track with things, hear other people's pain points, making sure other real estate investors had the same pain points. And we met this lady at an open house who said, I live in Chicago now. I thought I was going to get a tenant for this property. You guys are the last ones to come to my open house. And I need to get back to Chicago and you guys aren't even tenants looking. You're just looking to start your company. And now I need someone to show my rental property. And we said, okay, great. Well, we know some licensed agents in the area who can help you. And we'll put together, you know, a rental application and do that for you. So we went home and we built it. And the tenant who went to go register online to apply who the agent had found was like, you click on their terms and conditions link and it doesn't even work. This is the sketchiest company ever, right? Because we had just started it. And so then we kind of took a step back and said, okay, let's be a little bit more professional. Let's actually set this up and then let's go take it to the market. That's how we started building it was just by testing it on other people to make sure it wasn't just the two of us, but there was a bigger market. How long do you think the whole process took until you had something to actually show to other people? Well, so it it took about, I'd say, four to six months initially, but it was a really ugly product that really had limited capability. I mean, to get everything in there of how robust Hemlane is today, it couldn't have been built overnight. And even if we had a lot of engineers, more engineers might have been more complexity to making sure the code wasn't clean. So it was like four to six months. And through that time, I was just taking the product as Frank was building it taking it to market, writing blog posts, you know, working on the design aspect of it. But then I kind of realized, hey, we need some more professional people involved in here. Like, I'm not a designer. The color scheme was horrible. Um, So then we started building the team over time. When do you think it was actually like something that you were pretty proud of and was presentable and you were actually showing it off to a lot of people? 
You know, it wasn't until I remember it was January 2018. We adjust, and this is what's interesting. We didn't change anything except for what it looked like. Like, for example, the user experience flow and the capabilities of it were the same. But we brought in a user design company or a design company to actually come up with a color scheme, a color guide, put a new like facelift almost on it of like uh, the um, how it looked. And suddenly I was like, wow, I'm proud of this. Like, I can't believe we built this. This looks like a really cool venture backed startup company, even though we weren't venture backed at that time. I said, wow, now I'm actually proud of this. And I, I, you know, went out to customers. The product hadn't changed. The value hadn't changed. But it was more of just how it looked, right? But both Frank and I are perfectionists in the sense of nothing's ever good enough. We're always on the forefront of looking at new technology. We're always trying to say, how do we make this better for customers? What's the new next big thing that we should integrate into here? So if you ask me, like, when am I going to be 100% satisfied with it? I would say never. We're always going to be developing. We're always going to be building new cool things. You know, we're never going to sit there and be like, that's great. We're done with it. Let's go on vacation. You know, we're always listening to customers and adding new things because new cool features are coming out every day in every industry. Got it. And so the reason why I'm asking all these questions, is because besides being like a you know real estate investing podcast, most of my listeners are here in the Bay Area. So obviously, there's a huge like tech focused entrepreneurial listeners, and they love hearing stories like yours where you go from concept to creation. And actually speaking of funding, I heard recently you guys got funded. Yes. So we recently announced our first round of funding. And really what it came down to was two things. The first was we were growing our user base faster than we were growing our expenses, aka headcount of people. And so it got to the point where we had so much customer growth that you know, I would be up answering support calls until 4am and like ready for my next demo with a customer at 6am. And it was just not sustainable. And so we actually had a venture capitalist come to us. We had said, Hey, we're thinking about raising, but it won't be for another year. You know, we will be raising in a couple months. And he had said, great, what you guys are building is really, really valuable. I've had that same pain point. And so in more conversations, we shared all of our numbers with him. He had said, great, I'd like to lead the round. And what was great about that was we just really hit it off and had a great first impression with Prudence and said, you know, we're not even going to go shop term sheets. We're just going to close the round with him and other investors who we know and trust. And so we did that, which is great because now we have more money to go build more cool things on the product side to really help these customers in this growth, which is really exciting. That's so cool. Uh, is there any significance behind the name Hemling? Yes, I'm glad you asked that. One of the things when you start a company, actually, what you realize is it's so difficult to find a dot com. And you definitely want the dot com because you don't want so- someone to like mistakenly go to the wrong website, right? And so we wanted something that didn't have any meaning, you know, to anyone else. And so we took a lot of words that were meaningful to us to put them together to try to come up with a name that really meant what we were trying to build. And one thing was, we want to go international. You know, Hemlane is starting in the US, but it won't stop here. We're going to be across the world, obviously, with different caveats, because properties are managed in different ways in different places. But Hem is housed in Swedish. 
And so we really wanted something to talk about a home. And you have to remember, it's a home for a tenant. It's not just an investment. It's a home for a person. And then the other part is lane. So it's hem, which is home in Swedish, and then lane. Lane is a pathway that differentiates you from others. So if you think of a lane, it goes right down the road and it it divides one side from the other. We wanted Hemlane to be a place that divided you as a real estate investor from others to show that you got a better ROI, were more satisfied, wanted to invest in other places, something to differentiate you. We put the two together. But what's hilarious about it, Sean, is that when we started it, Hemlane was not a word. So when you typed it into Google, it would be like, do you mean hemline? And everyone thought that Frank and I start, started a clothing company. And so it, it took a little bit of time to build up the brand to what it is now. Got it. And so how are people finding you guys? Do you guys have marketing? We have marketing. Um, a lot of people find us through social media, which is interesting. But the reason for that is that social media is a place where People don't know we exist. They either type in free landlord software online or they type in property manager in you know Florida where your property is. They don't look for something in between and it's not accurate for us to be either category, right? And so from that perspective, um, people find us online by us being able to target who are, is our actual customer, right? But then the other way we grow is through referrals. Once someone tries us, they do refer us out to others. And that's a really great sign. One real estate investor will know others. And when they find something cool, they want to share it. So it's through referrals as well. And then review websites. Gartner had ranked us at the top in the US for the leader category of property management software. And so if you look at property management software, a lot of the companies that are out there are on that chart, but we were ranked with the highest reviews. There was one Canadian company, I think that's a little bit higher than ours, um, but that's because they're international. Us for the US were the, the highest ranked. Wow. And that's just because your software is just so useful, like quality is just so great that people start ranking you like that? Yeah. And what's funny is Gartner doesn't tell us how they come up with this, which is great. You'll notice that they are very, very objective in their studies of who is ranked the highest in each category that they have. And they don't tell you how they come up with it, but they do it through, I think, a combination of things, reviews, features, quality of the product, how long has it been around, certain things um, that they put into their growth, website visits, all of that kind of stuff, bounce rates. I think all of that probably goes into how they come up with it, but I'm not 100% sure because if they shared it with any person or any company, that company would try to gamify it so they could be at the top. That makes sense. Uh, When you mentioned social media, are you talking about you guys just posting success or are you guys talking about like advertisements on social media? We do both. Um, We actually have a really strong following um, right now. Um, Instagram's just getting built up quite a bit, but a lot of it can be following through like realtors who follow us and then they refer us out to every single one of their owners they know. So it takes one person to follow us and see what we're doing. And then they send that out to, you know, the hundred of owners who they work with. So yeah, it's a combination of both. So do you have any tips for anyone who is starting a business who wants to get their name out there? I think the biggest thing about starting a business and getting your name out there is 
don't focus too much on success is just focusing on value. I think a lot of people look at companies and say, great, I'm going to, I'm going to start a company and overnight I'm going to get a million followers and I'm going to be a success and retire and, you know, travel the world. Um, but that's not really how entrepreneurship works. It works by listening to your customers, starting small, making sure that it's a scalable product. I've seen way too many companies that are not scalable and they're venture backed and that can blow up overnight. So making sure that you know, you're listening to your customers, you have value. And the second they start referring you and saying, can I write a customer testimonial? And like, please, can I have my friend try this platform out too? all of that, then you sort of know you have product market fit. And then for success, how you define success, and getting out there to others, you can focus on later. But at first, just focus on the pain point and really focus on product and great engineering. So what's next for you guys? Okay, so actually, some of the really cool things that we're focused on right now is on the user experience side. One of the most awesome things that we're doing is on billing. So if you're an owner, Sean, and you have to pay a service professional and your property manager is doing it, right? There's like basically two ways they do it. They send a check through snail mail, right? Or they pay it with a credit card, which a credit card number is not safe if you're giving it to other people. So we've built in to Hemlane proxy cards, one-time single-use cards that route to your bank account or your credit card. And we can give that out to service professionals, close it out immediately. It charges your card, but it's a single use card. So it can never be overcharged. You can never ever have any price gouging. So if they say, hey, the price is going to be an $89 service call. And we say, great, call us to get approval after that. If they try to charge you $90, the card's going to be declined because they haven't called us for approval. So a lot of things to protect both owners and managers on our platform when we're doing their maintenance coordination to make sure that they are being treated fairly with knowing that there are the checks and balances in place. That's cool. I don't think I've ever heard of any company that does the one-time credit card use just like that. Yeah, yeah. I think based on the provider that we're using for it basically came to us and was like, you guys are the first to do this. So we need to work with you guys more to get feedback of what else we can build um, associated with it. So it's pretty cool that we were on the forefront of that technology. Nice. Uh, so do you have any other last words for our listeners for our show today? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for most of the listeners, you had mentioned a lot of them are here in Silicon Valley. I think there's really great technologies out there to help you find real estate out of state, right? Like Roofstock and stuff like that. Don't be scared to look other places. And I think a lot of listeners sit there and say, I can't afford a rental property, right? Well, you might not be able to afford one here in the Bay Area, or maybe this isn't a great place to invest if you look at some of the numbers, but you can other places. And so the biggest thing is take a weekend, sit down, look through the numbers and actually just do it and get involved in it. Reach out to Sean. I'm sure he can help you get set up. But really, I think the biggest thing is it's never too early to kind of start thinking about what you can do and building up a portfolio, even if you start really small. Yeah. So Dana, thank you so much for sharing some information about your company. How can people find out more about Hemlane and get in contact with you? Yeah, you can go to www.hemlane.com. So it's the easiest way to find us online. You can type in Hemlane reviews to see our reviews. Um, and then if you want to reach out to me directly, I do love hearing from customers and real estate investors. So my email is Dana, D-A-N-A, 
at hemlane, H-E-M-L-A-N-E.com. Perfect. All right, Jenna, thank you so much for your time. And I'll hope to see you around in the future. Absolutely, Sean. Thanks so much. Cool. Take care. Here are some key takeaways from this episode. Hemlane is a great way to manage your property without paying for full service rates. It's also a great tool for property managers who don't want to pay the enormous startup costs of other property management platforms like Appfolio. If you're interested in starting your own prop tech company, focus on solving problems. If you can create a great product or service, your customers will send you testimonials to help you grow your business even more. Have a great idea and work with the right people to see your dreams become a reality. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find the show notes and other episodes on our site, everythingrei.com slash podcast. If you live in the Bay Area, join our meetup group where we meet up twice a month in San Jose at meetup.com slash everythingrei. And if you thought this was a great episode, let me know what your key takeaway was and share it with a friend who's interested in real estate investing. Thanks and have a great day. This was another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating. It will only take a second and it'll help a lot. You can contact me at sean at everythingrei.com. That's S-E-A-N at everythingrei.com. Thanks and have a great day.